It says we're live, so we're live. Welcome along to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego with myself, Leonard Sultana. It is the 8th of June, 2014, with 45 days to Comic-Con. Welcome along. This is um, a weekly hangout that we do as we talk Comic-Con as we get closer and closer to um, this year's con. Lots of news. Um, lots of updates as we start getting uh, closer, but I think we'll quickly start by um, letting you know how you can interact with us here on the Hangout. Um, first and foremost, the best way to get in contact with us is on the event page of Google+. Click on the Q&A button on the uh, side uh, of the, uh, the video, and uh, by all means, type in a question, interact with us, check in, let us know uh, if you're watching, say hello. Um, don't forget as well, if you do spot a question in the, uh, the question list that you actually want to, to have answered, asked by somebody else, click on the plus one, I'll bump it to the top of the list and we can see that first and foremost. I mean, for example, we have Jesse saying good morning everyone. Um, this is one of the best hashtags that I've seen so far when it comes to Comic-Con. Is it July yet? <laughs> Considering that we're, um, oh, was it six, seven weeks now? Six weeks away. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, yes, it is get is very. It's starting to feel that like that, isn't it? Especially with other conventions that are happening as well at the moment. So uh, it's certainly the uh, excitement is certainly getting there. Jim's turned around. Hello, Jim Watari. The days seem to be going faster and faster as we get closer. I certainly agree with you on that one. And James Ormerson, not long now. Well, six weeks. It'll start. It's not long. It's got to be said. The two weeks before Comic Con, that's when things will really start getting interesting. Because then, of course, all the schedules come out. But absolutely, you're right. It's definitely starting to uh, get a little bit exciting now. As we get with it, we can certainly say now, Comic Con is next month. Right. We have got a whole plethora of special guests. And it's a pleasure to have them all here. Let's start um, with um, someone who we do seem to have regularly, and it's great to have her along, Alyssa Franks from the Friends of CCI.com forum. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, now, every week we seem to have something new on the wall, which is great because you're taking it out of boxes and putting <laughs> it on walls, which is great. Um, joining Captain America, what are those on, on the, is that, is that Green Lantern? I have, I, I actually put up some of my slabbed comic books, and yes, it is the Green Lantern, my green, my prized possession Green Lanterns, <laughs> and I also have some posters from oh, the Boston Comic Con. From Boston? Oh, brilliant. I, green Lantern is just one of those, is, you know when they turned around and announced that they are going to be making a Green Lantern movie, it was one of those things I turned around as, it, in very much the same way that people turned around with Ant-Man, <laughs> Green Lantern, but I know that he's certainly a, uh, on a higher tier to Ant-Man. These guys, I purchased, I actually, I didn't purchase these particular comics, but I bought these comics on First Avenue in the early 70s and loved the series. It was the Neil Adams um, uh, uh, O'Neill run. And uh, that, so th those have special meaning to me, and that's why I had to collect them. Fair enough. I understand that. Uh, that's, it's good to see them up on the wall as well in price. <laughs> Prize position. That's fantastic. Okay, next up we have ourselves uh, Angie. Hello, Angie. 
Angelium. I, I mispronounced her surname last week, and I, I instantly got a message on the Q and A. So no, that's not how you pronounce my name. Yeah, I just I just changed it now so that it's easier. <laughs> you don't have to change it for us, honestly. It's, but thank you. It's been um, my whole life. So it's oh, about time. <laughs> so Angie, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, Angie from the Nerdy Girls. This is where things could get interesting and possibly confusing, because as well as Angie from the Nerdy Girls, we have Megan Gotch from the Nerdy Girly. Hello, Megan. Hello. It's been a while. How are you keeping? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad at all. Thank you very much indeed. Um, and then we have ourselves. Uh, this is from. Uh, were you? Did you join us last week as well? It was. It was last week's. But, um, you joined us. Hello there, Tina. Hey. Now, Tina once again is on a late shift for us. As I'm in the future. <laughs> Because, uh, yes, uh, Tina is joining us from Singapore, so it's something like half past 12 in the morning for her. So, uh, yep. yes, hello there. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much indeed for um, uh, joining us, Tina. And we have ourselves um, somebody who I have been kind of not... Yes, I've been pestering. Okay, I'll admit it. <laughs> I've been pestering Tony for some time to come back and join us. Hello, Tony, how are you? Hi, good morning. I'm going to have to write up a, a creator anti-harassment policy for uh, Leonard. <laughs> you know what? I think you'd be perfectly entitled to kind of... Because uh, we we asked people to tweet uh, Tony last week, come on, join join us on the Hangout, join us on the Hangout. <laughs> and he's just turned around and he's relented, which is fantastic. But then again, you've been extremely busy because um, not only have you got um, all your family commitments... Uh, What's this about that you were going to be playing in a football game today? <laughs> What's that? Um, not not playing, just attending. But anyway, <laughs> it's it's an it's a uh, honor to join you guys. And sorry to miss along. Oh, it's fantastic. No, thank you very much indeed for uh, taking part. And last but not least, somebody who we are going to. Oh, hello. Am I still on? Um, no. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Okay. About that. Um, now, this is where I think Jeff might have to uh, unmute his mic, and he's, uh, I think he's slightly disappeared. What? <laughs> he's there. Are you there, Jeff? Yeah. I think you, have you muted yourself? Can we see you? I'm right here talking. You're right there. Okay. Um, Right. Well, I mean, we, we can hear you. We can hear you anyway. I think we're just waiting on the picture. This is Jeff Mueller, and uh, Jeff runs a site called The Jerd. Now, uh, there's a reason why we've invited him, but first things first, Jeff, can you just explain what you are and what do you do? What I am? All right. <laughs> I am a human who attends Comic-Con and loves it. Um, I... Uh, I run a website for geeks and nerds called thejerd.com. That's a combination of jock and nerd kind of mashed together, and it's all about uh, going from geek to real-life superhero. You see, this is what we need. We need someone who's going to help us put the cape on and be all kind of superhero. Um, that's what we need. This is what we need an expert, and that's you're, you're here to save us, Jeff. That's fantastic. I can uh, do it. Okay, I'm just wondering if I actually am appearing at this point. I don't know if I am. So I think what I might do is just uh, stick with our guests at this point. Um, first of all, uh, first and foremost, 
how you can get in contact with us is via the Q&A, which is the best way. But you can also interact with us on Twitter uh, if you want to tweet um, S, uh, sorry, CupOT SDCC. That's the hashtag for the show. Um, also, you can tweet us at SDCC Virgin. And the reason for that is because today's show is going to be all about if it is your first time heading to Comic-Con, what you can expect, um, how you can best prepare, what you can um, uh, find out about uh, Comic, where you can find out new things about Comic-Con, and also if you want to get in contact with us as well about what you would like to know about Comic-Con as a first-timer. If you are a SDCC virgin, hashtag use that on Twitter and by all means please get in contact with us and uh, let us know um, uh, what your thoughts are and what you're wanting to do and what you're wanting to get out of Comic-Con. Okay, that's off the back of a question that I got asked um, last week uh, from somebody who's going to Comic-Con uh, for the first time in 2014 and asking um, what do you or what would you recommend checking out at Comic-Con for a first-timer? Okay, if you want to answer that question on the Q&A, please do. We're also going to be asking our guests as well. Yeah. Um, if you had been, um, if you were going for the first time, um, what would you recommend, or if you knew somebody who was going for the first time, where would you send them and what would you specifically point out to them as a first-timer to enjoy and get the most out of Comic-Con? Okay. Right, um, we'll quickly run down um, what's been talked about when it comes to Comic-Con this week. Uh, we'll go down the list. Um, Alyssa, as the uh, SDCC blog, or Friends of... Uh, friends of <laughs> sorry, it's me. Friendsofcci.com slash forum. The CCI forum, what has been talked about this week? Um, uh, oh, we're not going to answer the question? <laughs> no, we'll save that for the end. We'll save oh, no. that for the end. Um... Uh, what's been talked about? Uh, we had a rousing conversation about the um, the uh, the uh, events with the sexual harassment issues that have been going on. Um, we uh, have a remarkably good post about uh, some stuff that's happening outside the con. I've got a forum member who is doing a fabulous job for the, for the forum, um, Alexa Alex three eighty seven. So, and we're talking about exclusives um, that we'll go into in a few minutes. Absolutely. Because there is a fair amount um, that has been talked about this week when it comes mm -hmm. to the exclusives. So, yes, we will be covering uh, a fair amount on that. So, yeah, um, let's go down the line. Um, Angie, what has been talked about when it comes to uh, Comic Con this week with the Nerdy Girls? Yeah, this week people have really been wanting to know tips. Just general tips about lines, panels, schedules, food, everything to do with Comic-Con. Just tips, like what little bullet points that they can read and, and take with them. Have you, have, you been, have you been finding there is a lot of newcomers that are, that are, that are coming to the site? Yeah, actually. Um, in fact, two people I'm taking with me this year are completely new to con in general and have never been to any con. So, I'm kind of using them as a, a model of what I should be talking about on the site. 
have you have you been using them? Uh, sorry, well, have you been sort of advising them the best you can? Have, do you, can you you can usually see behind people's eyes whether they're mm-hmm. getting it or not? You know, right? Yeah. We've been, that... uh, we've been prepping for months. Excellent. I, I I told them as soon as they decided they wanted to go, I was like, all right, we got to start planning. Let's have some Skype sessions. So I, I can I can yeah. I can only wonder what on earth they thought when what we're prepping now really okay. they're they're overwhelmed they're still <laughs> overwhelmed but, oh, yeah. okay so I mean it's it that's interesting that you there's newcomers coming to you so that's cool um, we have Megan uh, what has been new in the world of the nerdy girly uh, same thing as Angie. I've just been posting a lot of my tips, uh, what I've experienced at Comic-Con and sharing that with everybody. I put up my survival bag, what I need to take with me every day. That was a great post. I loved that post. Thank you. Um, I think what I'll do is I will put a link to that um, down in the description below of this video uh, once it's gone online. But yes, um, what you actually would like or what you ideally need to put in your uh, in your bag. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Oh, hello. Sorry. <laughs> it wouldn't be a SDCC hangout without some form of furry friend joining us. Um, so <laughs> good to have um, somebody uh, joining us. Okay, Tina, in um, Diva Land, what has been talked about this week on your Twitter feed and on your... Um, yeah, my friends and I we were wondering whether we would be actually... Heading to Petco Park for the MTV Linkin Park thing. Um, yeah, we were trying to find out more information, but I guess uh, what's available now is just what's posted on MTV and Linkin Park's website. Um, the other thing is that a small group of us usually gets in quite early on Tuesdays, and um, we're gonna have like dinner and get together before the Comic Con starts. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? I can. It was. Yeah. I think it was myself that kind of um, died there. <laughs> Sorry about yeah, that. Like, uh, we, we usually come in quite early on Tuesdays, most of us, a uh, small group of roomies and friends that we know of, and um, we actually have an open invitation to anybody who are newbies who just want to get to know some people before the convention starts. At least, you know, they know some people who can help them out or answer their questions and we're having it uh, on at Lou and Mickey's, which is just across the street from the convention center, Tuesdays, uh, 7.30 p.m. So if anybody's interested, they could just tweet me and I'll uh, just put you on the list. The casual thing, and just get together and have fun. Excellent. Yes, because I, I saw that as um, something that you posted, and I, all the first thing I did was look through my own personal schedule for the <laughs> Week and because already with 45 days to go, it's already starting to fill up with things that um, we're kind of arranging to do, and it's already it's start it's already it's starting to look a little bit insane. It's incredible. And Tony, um, obviously, um, you've been extremely busy um, with other other cons. Have you been to other cons as well? Because you you kind of deep into the convention center uh, convention. Uh, calendar over there. Uh, yeah, yeah, hit a few different cons. Just go back from uh, the Long Beach Comic Expo this past week, and then I guess in, let's see, uh, well, E3 next week, next week, and uh, Philly, Philly Comic Con the week after that. So it's busy it's that time of the year. 
Well, I mean, I know that you've also had your um, panel confirmed for. Is it is it for Comic Con? For yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah, because this is a, a panel that you do um, regularly, which is the uh, the battle for. I always get the title wrong. What's the what's the title? The battle for multicultural heroes. That's the one. Yeah. It's this. I I've seen the um, the clips on YouTube of this panel, and it's something that I really wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, Live uh, for one time. I think it, I'd, I'd be really up for seeing that. Um, anything else has been kind of talked about on uh, your Twitter feeds and uh, your social medias? Yeah, I think the, the the first half of the week was really dominated by the whole um, anti-harassment cosplay consent conversation, and then um, and then also kind of sprinkled throughout would probably be a lot of great exclusives that are being released right now, like the. The Hasbro uh, Transformers 80s Metal Hairband Edition, which is has we, been has we, had a lot of going to cover that very soon. Yeah, you know, lot a lot of hot opinions about that. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. Excellent, brilliant. Well, I mean, it's, it's good to uh, see that everyone is getting uh, involved and really kind of talking about Comic Con online, and uh, especially with our guests as well. Um, I am going to because uh, I know that Jeff isn't kind of in in terms of news and updates when it comes to his site, but uh, what's being talked about when it comes to how you approach Con, Jeff? Well, I mean, echoing what everyone else said, I have heard a lot about the Comic-Con harassment policy that's been a huge buzz right now. Uh, we talked about it this week on our podcast, actually. Um, I know everyone's got major opinions about it. Um, but I I've been getting a lot of people requesting, and, and you had mentioned it earlier, there are a lot of new timers you know, that are going for the first time and I have gotten a lot of people asking what should I expect what do I what do I absolutely need to see and a lot of people asking if Hall H is worth it and I honestly haven't come up with a good answer for him yet depending on first timers that's always that coin toss on do you want to spend a day doing that or do you just want to absorb for the first year or not so that's it's it's absolutely true. Um, it is kind of like the big coin toss because uh, there is so much to see and do at Comic Con to then take out an entire day. Because if you are going to do Comic Con, uh, I think if you are going to do Hall H and you're only going to do a small section, I think possibly only Thursday and Sun. No, possibly even just Thursday is the day when you can kind of do that. Um, the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You do kind of like have to invest that whole day. I know it's a bit awkward. Um, we are taking questions, of course, on Q and A and on the uh, tweets as well. If you are an SDCC virgin, that's the hashtag you need to know. If uh, you are an SDCC virgin, your first time going to Comic Con in 2014, tweet us. Uh, we are keeping an eye on that hashtag. If there's any questions or anything that you would like to ask about your first time, please do. Just get uh, get involved on that. And, of course, uh, jump in on the Q&A as well. Um, we've had a question from Kimberly. Kimberly from the Nerd Element, who was hopefully going to be joining us today, but um, technical issues, again, uh, abound. Uh, am I bad because I refuse to commit to anything until I see that Comic-Con schedule? <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> You're not on your own. You're really not. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what else? Um, ah, well, we had a, a comment from uh, Tilly uh, Elvram. Number what? Number one, she did mention about um, uh, Megan's cat. Uh, the, the, the Simba did need the screen time, apparently. So um, it's good <laughs> to have Simba uh, join us. 
Um, but uh, saying that Tony's panel is great, it's a must see. So yeah, I'm I'm I I I'm really up for seeing that panel, Tony. Well, they're just special invitations. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what what can we ex what can we expect from that panel? <clears throat> uh, yeah, real quickly, um, uh, there's uh, we have uh, three panelists, uh, with, including myself, which would be uh, Andre, aka the the Black Nerd, uh, Linda Lee, uh, she's the cosplayer of Bampy Bitney, and um, Arkham Asylum Doc, uh, she's a Dr. Andre Ledimenti. And, uh, you know, the conversation is a really fascinating one as everyone kind of shares their story and their own search for um, heroes in their own sort of quest as well as the current state of uh, multicultural heroes in pop culture and comics, TV, and film. So it's a conversation that's um, unlike, um, you know, not to be biased or anything, but, uh, you know, unlike other panels, um, the panelists or the, the audience members typically have like very, very passionate views and perspectives on this issue. And so it's very interactive, it's very lively, it's a uh, very, I mean, it's, it's a very fiery conversation. So lots of questions, a lot of um, interesting insights from all different kinds of perspectives. And so it's a, it's a really uh, entertaining and insightful uh, time, so, yeah. Have you been confirmed on your, um, the, the room and your time for that, just so people can have that in mind? I have, but they've asked us to not release that until the schedule releases because you know there's so much shifting around it. What that will end up happening is it'll end up moving or something. So uh, it has to. I have to wait till a little bit longer for that. That's fine. Okay. Well, I mean, it, oh, sorry. But but they are kind of sorting out where people are are giving their panels then. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, everyone has their their projected time and date and everything. It's just. Yeah. It's not settled until everyone is. It's an official announcement. Oh, of course, of course. It's just interesting, you know, to figure out where they are in the whole process yeah, of yeah. getting you guys sorted. You know, yeah. all of the the panels sorted into different yeah. rooms, and you know how they're juggling all of that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I mean, I'm I certainly would look uh, look into that panel because um, I have seen um, <laughs> previous years. Um, panels which he's done and I've seen them on YouTube and it, it looks like a, a great watch. Okay, right, um, so let's cover the news for this week then, which um, to be honest, the uh, the two big subjects um, have been the exclusives that have been released this week and um, the rather interesting off-site events um, that have been announced this week as well. Um, I'm going to try something here because uh, we have got the uh, the ability to screen share, of course, um, on the <laughs> on this. So hopefully, if I go to this and pull up my uh, screen share, this is where I should be able to bring up um, a couple of pages of things that have been announced this week. Right. First things first. Um, I, can, I don't know. Can everyone see that? Yes. Excellent. First things first, then, and uh, the one that a lot of people are being excited about because we're about episode seven into uh, the current season run, and the enthusiasm for Game of Thrones, of course, continues abound. And um, the uh, big thing for uh, 2014 is this from announced by uh, When Nerds Attack Factory Entertainment. SDCC Game of Thrones Dragon Egg Plush Set. Now this is uh, three eggs 
um, which are soft plushies, coming with handy clips that allow you to safely attach them to your armor. Meister chain, backpack, or rearview mirror. I'm just uh, wondering if I've got uh, another page here. Yes, this is the uh, the page from Factory Entertainment as well. That's the price that you need to be paying attention to, of course. Um, twenty pa uh, twenty dollars, sorry, for the pre-order, and then of course you will be able to collect them at the uh, stand two seven four seven of Factory Entertainment um, this year. There's only going to be two thousand pieces for this particular. Um, uh, exclusive, but um, we, I believe, are they taking pre-orders on that? I think the pre-orders are being, yes, the pre-orders are being taken now with shipping uh, heading out in August of 2014. What's everyone think hey, about? Um, you can't see the, the picture, you can just see our chat. Oh, okay. Infinity. <laughs> just, yes. I, I thought there was just you. I thought I was going crazy. I, I try to be clever. This is what happens. What I've just done there, then, is what is now going to be officially known on these Hangouts as a Jeremy Rutz. Because so, <laughs> Jeremy did that on um, his uh, on the uh, Hangouts. Sorry about that. Let's try again. Now can you see oh, it? There you go. There you yeah. go. That's oh, man. Jeremy, if you are watching... Um, they, it happens to us all, sir. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so there you go. There's the um, the clip-on box set. Um, rather nice box as well for these uh, plushes. Um, any Game of Thrones fans? Uh, Yay! <laughs> I must have. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. So uh, are you going to be? Is this going to be something that you're going to be pre-ordering and uh, making your way to? No, I'm just going to flat out steal it when I see it. <laughs> well, in that case, you are, really are kind of like embracing the whole uh, Game of Thrones ethos. Of, uh, if you are going to just steal things... Yeah, um, cut out the, cutting out the middleman and just stealing it. Those who steal, win. Um, I, no, that's not the phrase for Game of Thrones, I'm, I'm certain of it. But like, okay, so like I say, if you can see that on screen, pre-order is $20.00. Um, and that I believe is present is um, available for pre-order now. Uh, like I say, you will be able to collect that from Factory <coughs> Entertainment Booth two seven four seven, and it's only two thousand pieces. So if you are a Game of Thrones fan, get in there as soon as you possibly can. Those are. If I could throw in there that for since this is kind of focused on um, Comic Con virgins, that's a relatively like affordable price for an exclusive, and so it's it's that's on the cheaper end. And so if you want to go to Comic-Con and not, you know, spend a, a lot of money, that would definitely be a, a great one to have. Absolutely. And well, another, another point, just to dovetail onto what Tony said, is pre-order for virgins. Uh, yeah, that's pre right, pre-order. Is, is absolutely the way to go. If there's an option to pre-order t-shirts, do it. If there's yeah. an option to, pre you know, this one, I think you can also do the, um, uh, the little car from Supernatural, Pre-order that one. All, all. I, think, I think that's a nice um, start if you are just getting into um, pre-order uh, into exclusives as well, because that yeah, it's a, it's a nice little thing to just kind of have in the uh, in in the in the backpack. I think if you're just wandering around, uh, yeah, I agree. Cool. Okay. Um, well, speaking of um, exclusives and uh, <laughs> affordable ones, then. Shall we go straight to this one? I think we will. Uh, this is from 
my site, not to uh, <laughs> blow up, uh, blow my own trumpet on this one. But this is um, uh, something that uh, has been uh, announced, and yes, it is the Hasbro um, Knights of Unicron uh, exclusive, which is very possibly the single most bonkers thing I've seen. It really is just. Uh, insane. Um, I'm just trying to work out if I've got the link. I think I'll go straight to the page because then I can uh, show some slightly uh, better pictures. Oh, hello. Where are we at? Um, there we are. Just from Entertainment Online. Um, yeah, now this is going to be $185, which is a fair wadge of cash. Now, the thing about it as well. If you are going to Comic Con for the first time and you are kind of getting your head around what to take and what to carry, it's also, it looks like it's going to be huge. You know what I mean? It's going to be really bulky. What's everyone think? Yeah, it's going to kind of be the, uh, the helicarrier of a couple of years back. The, um, there wasn't that like a, a Sentinel the year before that, some of that. So there's always like that one ginormous. You know, uh, exclusive that everyone's carrying around like a suitcase for throughout the week. Plan accordingly. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if we can get through. If you can uh, see that on screen. So yes, you do get. Um, it comes in two boxes. It comes in a concert um, carry case, uh, like the uh, the hard uh, cover carry cases that you can get at concerts. It's a cardboard box, which is uh, shaped in that uh, style. And you also get a what looks like um, a speaker boombox as well, which um, uh, will contain the four um, cons, uh, four, uh, four, uh, sorry, <laughs> the four figures. There it is. It's a roadie case, and um, it's got all sorts of uh, stuff and nonsense in there as well. What I did notice as well, and um, uh, one or two people have uh, pointed this out, over here you have what looks like a full 12-inch vinyl record. We're 2014. Is anyone going to actually know what a vinyl record is anymore? I do. <laughs> I, that is so, I would want that just for the record. If they would just sell the record, I would want just the record. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, that is so I mean, cool. We're now, we're now at a point where people are kind of downloading this stuff anyway, when CDs almost become the, the, the not the norm. I mean... Very, very curious. Uh, I, I'm curious. I'd love to know if they actually are, because someone mentioned that they are printing up a vinyl record for this. What are they going to play it on? <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, it's going to be a bit weird. Um, but yes, um, not going to be cheap. $184.99 is going to be the, uh, the the price of that. I do like how it says as well, from ages 8 and up. <laughs> It's been uh, it's been really fascinating this week um, tracking the the feedback on this item because it's had a real love hate relationship with the, the fans I and mean, there's been some people that have been saying this is like the best exclusive ever to this is a complete uh, galactic uh, waste of time and so I, I haven't seen an exclusive of this caliber have such a polarizing effect. Yeah, it also I, oh go I I um have bought the Transformers in the past couple of years, and I have to say, this one seemed to me to be a little light. I mean, it wasn't the Bruticus from a couple of years ago, which had five Transformer figures and all fit together, and it, it just seemed a little bit more 
glitzy and geared towards kids. I just find it very odd that they are sort of pitching it towards um, eight and up, considering that anyone around the age of eight isn't going to know what hair metal is. <laughs> isn't going to know what a record is. <laughs> and, and, and hasn't been to their first concert yet. It's just, just going to baffle the hell out of them. Can you imagine handing a, an eight-year-old a $185 set of toys and just saying, oh, no, go play? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a weird one, is that? I, that's that's just bizarre. But um, also I think just getting it home is going to be awkward. But I, I, fair play to them. They've done something unique, and it's got people talking, and I, I really I, I like the look of it. It's, it's, it's certainly... Uh, something to talk about. Um, likewise, um, with um, Hot Wheels, which has been the other big uh, piece of news um, this week when it comes to the... Um, I'm just trying to uh, zoom in a little bit so we can just uh, see that a little bit better. This has been the Star Wars Hot Wheels um, coming from Mattel. Just to explain as well, uh, I'm going to uh, edit this. Um, also, when it comes to the Transformers um, exclusive, I did actually put that you can pre-order that, and I automatically had um, Action Figure Fury uh, tweet me say, no, you really can't. Just to let you know. Uh, yes, the, uh, the Hasbro um, uh, Transformers is only available at Comic-Con, so just, I'm going to edit that just to make sure. This, however, is available for um, pre-order, which is the um, Comic-Con exclusive Star Wars Hot Wheels cars. Now, what's everyone been talking about with this? Hello? Uh, yeah, I mean, not, not, not a ton of notable conversation. I mean, People dig it. I think that the packaging is probably the coolest part of it, but I mean, you guys hear any, much buzz about it? Uh, oh, go on. Just to, just to clarify, the, the pre order on the Mattel stuff is usually sells out within a couple of minutes of when it goes live to the general public, unless you're, you're in their program. So it's not something that you could just go over there right now and, and pre order. Any of the mile stuff because it's also the mile, uh, the not mile high, the um, uh, the the dolls, uh, Monster High Monster doll, high. yeah. So they, the same corporation does all of those. So, well, the, I mean, I think like you say, I mean, I, I've been I've been getting some feral chatter about this because um, obviously Star Wars it is definitely. Um, Going to be the hot topic for this year, um, obviously. And not only that, but that's a really, really nice um, package as well. But yes, I think, like Tony said, people have been talking about that—that that it's going to be inside a lightsaber. I mean, come on, that's just cool. That's really good. Cool. <laughs> um, that is going to be. Let's see. Oh. That's, um, I'm just uh, scrolling through this. Um, so, da, 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 da. I was just trying to find out about um, when we can pre-order that, but 24th. 24th, I understand. Sorry, I, I'm uh, having some uh, some help. Buy it. someone who is going to buy it sort of whispering, whispering in my uh, in my ear on that one. <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's incredibly cool. 
Okay, so those are the um, exclusives on this week. And there have been one or two as well. Um, bear with me a second. I am trying to turn the screen share off now. Okay. Um, there we go. I think. Very, very blocky at this end. I hope I'm not too, uh, uh, not too uh, pixelated at your end. Right. Um, the other thing that's been talked about this week has been the off-sites. Um, has been any off-sites that anyone has heard about that you would like to talk about first and foremost? I just saw one this morning that looks really cool. It's PubQuest per, uh, presents Super Video Game Land. It's at the Mission Brewery, and it is a local San Diego artist, Anthony Bullockeo. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. And he has artwork from old classic video games. It's going to be like kind of like an art show, I guess. I, I saw that, and all I saw, to be honest, I'll being, send the link. Being being a Brit, um, I just saw the words pub, and yes. automatically my uh, my interest was piqued. So uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I'm very curious to see what that's going to uh, uh, pan out to be uh, like. Uh, as long as it's not going to be like a pub crawl, like uh, the um, World's End, um, mm -hmm. because that not only took up a lot of time, but everyone was too plastered by the end of it. It was just kind of, <laughs> everyone got really kind of tied up. So bear with me a second, because I am going through um, the questions as well, um, which um, people have been uh, posting on the Q&A. So sorry about uh, if I'm feeling a little bit distracted. Um, We've had James Ormiston turn around and say, "Is it wrong that the Hot Wheels, the Homer, is the most exclusive that I'm, uh, the exclusive I'm most excited by?" This is um, a exclusive of the from the episode of uh, The Simpsons where Homer is allowed to design his own car in his own exclusive, uh, his own his own unique way. I um, love that one. I love that episode. It looks so cute. <laughs> uh, I, I presume by show of hands we're all Simpsons fans. Yes. Yeah. Nah. The old, the old, the old episodes. Old Simpsons, <laughs> right there with you, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've watched it in like a few years, but yeah, all the old stuff. Yeah. I, I like the new episodes actually. I think they've kind of gotten a little bit of their uh, spirit back. I, 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 I still watch it. Let's put it that way. Um, okay, what else have we got? Um, uh, the comment from um, uh, Chris Haggish uh, turns out ground saying, "Great, a new giant toy that is going to block all the aisles." Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people kind of um, getting bumped and bruised by that thing. Um, as thankfully, there's only a limited number on them. Thank goodness, because otherwise, having that many. It was just going to be a, a yeah, a very um, interesting uh, <laughs> exhibition floor. Um, we've got uh, Tilly Elvrum. Now, Tilly is obviously um, a contributor to the Nerdy Girly and contributes the um, music element of the site. I mean, you do your, your fair share as well, uh, Megan. I but do a tiny bit. Indeed. And she does most of it. Indeed, and she's turned around and said, well, some of us do have turntables. Yes, <laughs> me and her both do. 
if they, oh man, it's it's yeah, it's um, an interesting um, uh, thing to include, I think, for a, a, an exclusive. Um, what else have we got? Um, then again, it is also um, down to a lot of the uh, the theme for this year, which does seem to be rock. Which I think we'll uh, go on to the the next subject then, which is the the offsites, which I, I, I just brought up. The big offsite for um, this year, and I think most years, especially considering if you are a first timer and you do perhaps have perhaps limited funds, or if you're not too sure about where to go, if you have a Comic Con badge, you have an automatic entry into the party that is held at Petco Park. Um, this has been run now for the last two years. Was it two or three? Um, certainly in 2012 you had the um, VH1 classic um, curated by Rob Zombie, um, which was called... Anyone? I can't remember. I don't remember. Um, I was there. I, 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 I went there for about an hour and a half before I, I went. Think the, I think the name is just as forgettable as the event itself. So. <laughs> that first one was only, I think, memorable for the fact that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, when they relaunched the animated series, the cast showed up. And obviously a lot of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans showed up and you, all, you had uh, the cast for that ar arriving. Um, <laughs> if you managed to queue up, I mean... Considering it was, it was held on the uh, evening of the first day of Comic-Con, um, and you had just gotten into the whole vibe of queuing up for things, the queue for the free T-shirts went all the way around the back of Petco Park. I, I, I remember. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, did, uh, okay, did any, does anyone go to these parties? Because there was the one last year which was MTV2, Party in the Park. Did anyone go to that last year? I wanted to. There's the just line, so much stuff to do. Yeah, I could see the line for my hotel room, and it was insane. And then I found out that it was the free beer line, and I wasn't that interested <laughs> anymore. Like, yeah, I think I'm just going to skip it. And plus, the uh, the Nerd HQ fan party was the same night. so. Yeah, I'd rather go to that. Yeah, I would much rather go to that. So. Fair enough. Well, I, I just think, it, I mean, for a free party, I, I don't think it's too bad to go along to, especially considering this year you'll be having a performance from Lincoln Park, which I think is probably the, the highest profile band for a free gig uh, that Comic-Con has, um, I mean... Did Weezer do a free show last year? Was it free? It was, no, it was um, did a Private show Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Metallica did a show last year. Was it free? Yeah. Well, it was free, but you had to be part of their yeah. panel, I believe. Yeah, you had to get like a, a golden ticket or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, considering that the golden ticket for this event is literally just going to be your badge, mm -hmm. um, we have had, I've had one or two people asking whether, uh, if you are attending on the Friday and Saturday, whether you'll be able to go. Which is, um, I think. I'm sure it's just if you have a badge. I don't think they're going to be looking and checking and making sure. I, it's probably just if you have a badge, but I, I don't know for sure. That would be my guess, though. 
Well, we just had Dan Berry correctly. Yeah, Dawn of the Con. That was the that That's was, right. That was the first party. I I thought it was okay actually because they had um also I mean they had all sorts of uh, um, things to see and do and it was a, a, an interesting distraction for an hour and a half two hours. Um, and I think it kind of got you into the spirit of the thing. But I think this year, with the whole live Lincoln Park uh, element to it, I think it's certainly going to be, number one, a lot busier. And um, I think it's going to be a, a very... That's going to be a busy party, I think. Especially if I'm there's a go, Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. By show of hands, who's planning on going? No, I'm going to try. <laughs> I'll try again. I don't know. Yeah, it but depends on how long the line. It depends on so many things. Is that Thursday? Yeah. Thursday's like busy. Well, I, I suppose if you are an SDCC virgin, would you advise them to go, considering they have got three more days of the con to to do? If they're looking for something to do, then I say, yeah, go for it. Yeah, the Nerd HQ party is the same day, too, so I would go to that. It, it's probably way less crowded. Okay. You can do both, probably. Yeah. You get to the, the MTV one early enough. You'd be really tired. <laughs> True. It depends on what they're going to come on for. You know, if they're going, if they're going to be waking up early, then no, you know, to be in in on Friday. But if they're if they're into the whole party, seeing be seen and and that whole thing, then yes. Okay. We have had um, a comment from Dan Berry. I think Dan, did you, I think Dan perhaps went to a number of these, I don't know. Uh, Weezer apparently uh, was a private event and Metallica was the fan club invite. Um, but yeah, I do seem to remember you could get um, tickets if you went to the Metallica panel at the uh, in a Hall H uh, for their little fan film or for their film that they did uh, last year. Uh, yeah, last year. Okay. Um, let me just quickly go through the um, Q&A. Let's just see if there's um, anything. Ah, right. Now, this is um, Kimberly from the Nerd Element saying, I, I'm still waiting on the Thrilling Adventure Hour and Night Vale tickets. Um, I believe it's supposed to be Saturday night. This is um, the off-site. Now, before I got prepared for this year's Comic-Con, not that I'm anywhere remotely near prepared, I'd never heard of Thrilling Adventure Hour. Is that a bad thing? <laughs> it sounds familiar. Is anybody I here mean, familiar with it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be more of like an LA, New York thing. That's where they do it mostly. Okay. But I, I did. I have heard of it just because different comedians and actors. Oh, well. Well. Um, okay, so I think from when it is the people that I have been hearing it from, they've been very passionate about it. So um, <laughs> obviously Kimberly is um, up for it. So uh, yeah, Kimberly, you're going to have to tell us more about that um, event if you wouldn't mind. Um, so yeah, throwing adventure hour and night veil tickets. Uh, what else have we got? Have we got? Have we got? Okay. Sorry about this. Yeah, we've got one or two people letting us know that it was Dawn of the Con. And um, obviously, it's good that everyone's kind of letting us know. Okay. 
let's cover then um, if you are a SDCC virgin, not just what you can expect from the con, but also what you can, um, what advice you would possibly get from people who've been going for a while. So, the question that we asked um, right at the uh, the top was, what do you wish you had been told before your first Comic Con? So let's go down the list. Uh, let's down uh, through our special guests. If we can go back then, Alyssa, to your first Comic Con. When was that? What was when was your first? Um, can I skip that question? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. I, not not what I wish that I had brought, um, or what what I wish that I had been told. Just what what my first year is, um, because it it was. Uh, I'm a relative newbie. Um, my first year was actually 2010, so this will be my fourth con. So I've only been going for three years. Um, but what I wish that I had been told was one: you can't do everything. And number two, brain books that you want to sign. You know, brain books and comics that you want to get signed. Um, I brought, I've, I've got a first edition of uh, the Percy Jackson series. Um, and I wish that I had known that I could get three things signed. So that that would be mine. Sure. Uh, I mean, we. I, I think when it comes to, it's something that I've never done. Is take, but I think that's more of a case of the fact that I'm traveling from abroad, and I don't want to damage <coughs> things on on transport, which is I think uh, it's something that um, I'd really like to uh, cover. I mean, does anyone ship stuff home? No. no, I did. I did last year just because I had a lot of swag that would not fit. It's random crap that I got, <laughs> but I got one of those uh, if it fits, it ships boxes. Shoved it all in there. I wish I could take pictures or have taken pictures of uh, my wife's um, packing because she just somehow manages to get all of our clothes in one corner of the suitcase and then just pile off it with the rest of badges and buttons and uh, notepads and things that she's picked up and free cases for iPhones and she just manages to get. Three quarters of the suitcase is all swag, and then you need to have her do a tutorial on that. Yeah, because <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> I think you might. Yeah, I think I might have to get Caroline involved on that one. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, one thing that I that I've done is that I've gone through and, and recently going through stuff that I got at last year's con, so I know what I don't really want and don't really won't really pick up. So I don't pick it up at this year's con, so I don't have that much stuff, as much stuff to bring back with me. So you learn that, you learn what is what's what is really good and what's not. You don't just take everything. The first year I took everything, yeah. and then every year after that I took less and less swag. Exactly. <laughs> you said it way better than I did. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I mean, you were turning around and saying, um, Angie, that you you do get a fair amount of swag um, when yeah. you go to con. Um, do you not get as much as when you first went, do you think? Um, or, do you, or do you literally do just keep grabbing everything that you can get? No, I'm, I'm more selective, but it's just that weird need. It's like if it's free, okay, I'll take it. you know. And then usually what I do is I last year I took the whole big bag to work, and I just said, here, what do you want, guys? I, I got rid <laughs> of most nice. of it that way. 
Well, yeah. I mean, this is where I could um, point out um, Alyssa as well, because um, Alyssa and the forum uh, members uh, do organise on the Saturday um, a kind of a swag meetup, as it were, and find a venue where they can kind of put the swag down. And if there's any excess that anyone wants to uh, put into the pile. I think the first year I actually got involved in the forum, we organised this outside the Hilton Bayfront, and for some strange reason, we all just decided to throw all of this swag onto the grass in one big pile. <laughs> it's huge. It was a huge bomb. This almost this bonfire pile of swag, and only I think about maybe a quarter of it got taken, and we ended up leaving. If I remember this right, oh, no, no, no. We we cleaned it all up, and a lot of people came by and and wanted you know and took stuff from it, you know, just random people. But swag swaps on Sunday are That's are very such a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you are getting involved um, with um, uh, certainly keep your eyes open on Twitter for swag. Yeah, is it worth doing a Twitter Twitter search for swag swap? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, let's let's go down the line because I haven't. I just realised I haven't gone down the line. Angie, if there was something that you need, would like to have been told your first con, what would it be? I think I would like to have been told how much planning has to go into it. That you can't just wake up one day and say, "Hey, I want to go to Comic Con and buy <laughs> tickets and get hotels." Because I've had people ask me, you know, in March, April, like, "Hey, I want to go to Comic Con," and I go, "You can't." And they were like, what do you mean I can't? I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> There's a crazy amount of planning that goes on. Um, and I'd, I'd also like to know that I wasn't going to sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been nice. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to save mine for later. So, uh, Megan, if there's something that you feel that you could have been told. Um. Well, I wasn't on Twitter yet at my first Comic-Con in 2009, so I didn't really have anybody to tell me anything, but uh, to go outside of Comic-Con is my big thing. The first few years, I didn't ever even leave like the convention center area, and then the next year I did, and I was like, wow, there's so much stuff outside, and that's where all the celebrities are, bump into the craziest people, all the cosplay, there's tons of free swag out there, and they have off-site events. The one year, my brother really wanted to see Robert Kirkman, and you can't get a ticket in the convention center. But I was walking down the gas pump, and there was like a little line and a little sign that said that he was doing a signing there. There was like five people in line. So I called him. I'm like, come up here. He's doing a free signing right here. And so just walking around, and you just see things. Yeah. To, yeah, to, I, 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 I do dine off a lot on the, uh, the preview night of last year. Uh, because um, I was working as volunteer last year at preview night, so I couldn't join in the queue with my wife um, in for the preview night queue. Um, at which point, I'm just sat outside the convention center on the steps, and I just see this guy who's looking incredibly lost and kind of bewildered and jet lagged, um, with flip flops and shorts, and looking sunburnt and looking so out of place. And it was uh, the producer of Doctor Who, Stephen Moffat, and <laughs> just I collared I, I collared him, and so I've got to have a picture taken. And he just was like, yeah, he just looked like he'd stepped off the plane. He just looked so, <laughs> so jet lagged. It was untrue. And um, my favourite thing about that was uh, once I let, I 
said hello and let him go. He would then continue just wandering around and getting his bearings around the convention center and passed nine people dressed as doctors <laughs> who didn't recognize him and just, just walked straight past. And uh, yes, something tells me, Tony, that you would have spotted him. You would have <laughs> you, you would have recognized Stephen Moffat. Yeah, I probably would have given him a, a full frontal hug. So, <laughs> I'm so glad that you put hug at the end of that sentence, sir. <laughs> Good lord, <laughs> you freaked me out a little bit there. Okay, um, well while we while we're with you, Tony, um, if there was something that because um, the one thing that um, Crazy for Comic Con does um, encourage is interaction with first time attendees. What um, would you have been told for you? When was your first Comic Con? Uh, my first one was 2006, and so you know the whole first time thing is was conversation was different back in 2006, obviously because it was before the the big boom. So I think what I would definitely say now is that there really has to be a commitment, of course, to go to panels. Um, so if you're gonna go one day, then I would definitely spend probably most of it on the on the floor, and then a little bit on the outside in the convention center. And don't even try going to a panel, because if you only have one day, you probably are not going to use that well. Um, but I think you, if you're going to go to a panel, you have to really commit a full day to do that. And you know, the, the whole question of, is Hall H worth it? I, I think it absolutely is. Again, if, if you only have one day, maybe maybe not. But you know, Hall H is like going to, not going to Hall H is like going to France and not seeing the Eiffel Tower. You can, in theory, do that and have a great time, but everyone's going to ask you, how was the Eiffel Tower? And so I think that if you have um, if you have multiple days, then you, I think it would be good to spend just invest one day in the Hall H because you just you don't want to miss that experience as people talk about about Comic Con. So I think my advice would be uh, you have to if you have multiple days to commit at least one full day into going into into panels and. Um, because you know you can't you can't casually experience panels at Comic Con. You really have to commit, sure. commit to it. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm going to come back to that really quickly in a second. But um, next, uh, Tina, we haven't yeah. heard, we haven't been speaking a great deal with you. Apologise. <laughs> if there was something that um, you would uh, like to tell an uh, SDCC virgin, then what would it be? Okay, I was lucky because the first year I went, which was uh, 2010. I knew of uh, friends who had already attended about two years, so I was kind of prepared in, in terms of what to expect. Um, but the thing that I learned from then on was, uh, you know, to be able to plan the schedule when when they release it, and uh, to at least know your target spots of where you really, really, really want to go, like which panels and uh, which. Um, autograph signings, or uh, if you are cheap, taking time off-site to go somewhere, you have to schedule for that as well. Yeah. Um, and also, it's really useful to have a small little bunch of friends that you can rely and then take care of each other, especially for, for ladies. I, I'm not sure about guys, you know, but for ladies, especially, um, if you have a small group of friends who you could uh, connect with, even though you are doing different things, and have a place where you can. Um, maybe fix a spot where you can meet for dinner or something like this because the place is so huge and also the walking the amount of walking that I didn't anticipate because uh, even though we are, we are from a city in Singapore and we do walk a lot but the distance <laughs> was um, 
longer and farther than we than I'm used to. Like a block is uh, much longer than what a block would be in Singapore because we are such a small city. And also, uh, you have to walk maybe from one end to the other or around about because they are re realigning lines and the walkways and hotels or whatever um, outside and maybe you have to rush back in. So you have to take into account all this walking as well. Uh, you can't literally, you, you almost can't just rush from one spot to the other. Uh, let's say you are thinking that you could make it for another panel but it's upstairs and it's like across the hallway to the other side. So you have to schedule in the time for that as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that was um, what I advised when somebody asked me the question, what you would, um, if you could advise anybody. And I mm -hmm. think the advice I gave was, if you can get into town early, or if you can get, I mean, even if you don't have, say, preview night badges, I would recommend getting into San Diego, perhaps for the preview night day. Because there's lots of things happening outside of the con. There's so many people outside um, the building and inside the building, as we yeah. Discussed, discussed last week, it does feel like a, a, an additional day to the con. Even if you can't get in the building, at least you can walk around it, get your sense of San Diego and what it's like with that amount of people. Um, I think to get your bearings, if you're a preview night badge holder, inside the conventions, the set, convention center is one thing, but if you don't have a convention, if you don't have a preview night badge, just getting your sense of the sheer scale of the convention center because it is a mammoth, mammoth building. Uh, I think uh, first time is that perhaps walk into that uh, exhibition floor and just see it just continue all the way down. It, it's, it can be a bit overwhelming. So just to get an idea of the sense of scale, I think, is uh, certainly something to uh, to have. Um, just to go quickly through the um, uh, questions. Um, we've got Travis McIntyre who's saying, I just want to say hi and thanks for doing this chat. Glad, oh, thank you very much indeed, Travis. Uh, glad to meet all the people I've been following on Twitter and getting great advice for SDCC. This is my second year, but first time going solo. Um, yeah, if you are going solo this year, don't panic. That's the other advice I can give as well, because you are going to be in the company of 139, uh, 139, 29,999 other people who are just as passionate as, about things as you are. So I wouldn't, I don't panic too much. Um, other advice, we've got uh, JC Bactus. Hello, JC. Nice to uh, have you join us this, wherever you are, afternoon, morning. Keep in mind, SDC Virgins, that you're going to be about walking in excess of about five miles or more per day of the con. You're absolutely right. It is a, it's a, I describe Comic-Con as a marathon at sprint level. You do have to have some kind of physical endurance to take the con on. You're absolutely right. Which, yes. which leads me on to somebody who hasn't been speaking a great deal, and I've noticed he's being in the, in the corner of my screen kind of like going, when's he going to get to me? Oh, no, no. Now's the time. Now's the time to shine, Jeff. This is Jeff Mueller, who um, runs a site called uh, thejerd.com. Uh, the He's also the mighty Jerd on Twitter, and he is determined to help nerds get fit and become their own personal superheroes. Um, he's somebody who I spoke to uh, in trying to get um, a... a, a 
a vlog series up and running called Bye Bye Comic Book Guy, which has gone a little bit to the wayside purely because I've had one or two medical things, I've had a bad back. No, I could come up with all sorts of excuses, and I'm going to stop right there. So, Jeff. Yes. What I want to talk to you about then is, for first-timers, what you can expect, and certainly what you feel first-timers should do to prepare physically for Comic-Con. Well, first of all, I, I'm surprised no one said you know, first-timers about the cell phone Bermuda Triangle that is the convention center. So outside of the fitness thing, if, if you're going and you're expecting to stay in contact with the outside world, you're probably not going to be able to. And bring a cell phone charger because your battery is going to die like that. But besides that, um, like you said, walking. You're going to be walking an immense amount. And people... People are going for the first time, you'll have people tell you, hey, look, it's a lot of walking, and you'll nod your head. You go, yeah, oh, yeah, I know, I know. I've been to a convention before. No, you haven't been to a convention like this before. The amount of walking is insane. Uh, you're going to be, you're gonna be I, I think five miles is a reasonable estimation, like the, uh, the person putting the, the question said. Um, but to get ready for it, walk a lot. But more... More importantly, I think if you're not used to the physical exertion and you don't want to get completely blasted on your first day, walk around with a book bag filled with some books <laughs> because you're going to be carrying stuff, especially if it's your first year. Like everyone said, people are going to be throwing swag at you left and right, and you're going to be hauling around either a book bag of your own if you're smart or one of the Comic-Con bags if you didn't prepare. Uh, <laughs> but you're going to be carrying stuff. So... If you're just worried about making it through the day, get some comfortable shoes, key point, because your feet will be killing you by the end of the day, uh, and walk a ton. Um, when, would you, when would you suggest starting that? Um, kind of like getting... <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that, say... Uh, okay. When you were 13? I don't oh, know. You should be done <laughs> that regularly. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> No, I, I, I didn't exactly mean to say, okay, um, so three days before the con, start no. walking loads. Um, no, that's <laughs> not what I meant. But I, mean, I, I presume is is six weeks enough time? Yeah, to it, it is. It is. If you're if you're not used to if you're not used to a lot of physical exertion, six weeks is plenty of time to get used to a, a good steady walking routine to where you're walking a couple miles a day and it's not phasing you. First couple, you know, first. Two weeks are probably going to suck a little bit, but it's the way it goes. Um, after that, though, yeah, by six weeks, if you're dedicating, you know, a couple days a week, taking a nice long evening walk or morning walk or something like that, you'll be much better off come Comic Con time, I think. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, as well as the kind of physical exertion, you also have to kind of start right. I feel with. Um, uh, what you put into your body, and also um, kind of like what would what would you advise? First thing, I mean, because a number of the hotels that um, people have signed up for at the hotel sale came with complimentary breakfast. Sure. Um, is it a case of skipping that and perhaps going first? No, what, no. Fruits or something. That, there's the thing. So if you want to prepare for a good day, avoid. I, the one thing that drove me nuts at Comic Con, and I know it's a huge geek staple, that damn cereal bar. That everyone's a line around the corner where everyone wanted their free bowl of cereal from the King of the Nerds. King of Nerds. Uh, yeah. Oh, avoid that like the plague. Um, avoid your pancakes. Avoid your 
waffles, avoid your cereals. Go for omelets, uh, go for fruits, so some protein and some fresh fruit. That's what you need in the morning so you don't get your carb crash at about 11 a.m. You just said the word omelet, which means I can go to the broken yolk. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Eggs are protein, and that's what you want in the morning. So I, I, I can do the Iron Man challenge. Yay! <laughs> is, that, is, that not, is that not what you, you mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> one day Calm I'm going to do that thing one day. Okay. And the other, the other thing I would recommend is don't eat at the convention center. A, it's super expensive, and the, it's just it's deep-fried shame. Like, don't, don't eat that. It's horrible, and it's expensive. Um, I for first-timers... you were going to use another word, then. Deep-fried deep <laughs> something. I thought you were going to use another word. No, no. But for first-timers, I, I recommend people, you know, because it's right on the shuttle route, stop at Ralph's on your way in the morning and pick up a deli sandwich or something like that to take with you. Um, I think Ralph's on G Street, 24-hour uh, supermarket, great food. It's not super jacked up in price. Um, stop there, grab some healthier snacks to to kind of nom on during the day and, and avoid the concession lines because it's horrible. Okay. What would you recommend putting in your... Because uh, what I um, have been doing is, and this is where you can turn around and say if I've been doing this wrong, this is what you're here for. It's fantastic. Um, I've been going to Subway and I've been getting a number of sandwiches and throwing them in the back of the backpack. Is there anything else that you'd perhaps oh, take the Subway out or what would you recommend putting in there? Everyone's different, okay? And where you are in your own personal getting healthy journey, it, it's, it's going to be different. So if you, if a, a week ago it was nothing but KFC and McDonald's, Subway's a good step up. So bravo. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're normally eating healthy, Subway's okay. I mean, it's a lot of bread, um, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. It's not what I would eat on a regular basis, but that's me. Um, I, I think the key is... Keep the keep the bread low, keep the protein high, and a lot of veggies and fruits because as you're walking that much around the convention center, as you're training for Comic-Con, if you want to call it that, uh, you're going to hit fatigue walls, and having that carb crash is going to be, uh, it's going to be difficult, especially if you're trying to huff it to a new panel that you want to you want to get to or you need to get across the convention center to meet some friends in 10 minutes. The last thing you want to be do is just having that horrible crash. So I think Subway's fine, you know. Keep, keep it simple. Stay away from the fried stuff. Okay. Okay, the two words then. Energy drinks. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing that's a no. I, I'm not a fan of them personally. Um, I'm not going to... Look, I know people need their caffeine. I don't get it, but people need it. Um, I tend to avoid them. Uh, if I do drink one, you know, I'll do something like a Starbucks refresher, which is more a lot of vitamin B, B6, B12, along with the caffeine, and I avoid the monsters and the rock stars because those things are horrible for you. Okay. Sorry. Well, I'm, uh, water? Of I'm course. Just, just stay hydrated as well. I think we talked about this last week as well. Right. Okay. So is there anything else that you would say um, at this point people should really kind of uh, think about when it comes to um, physically preparing for Comic-Con? Anything else that you'd like to add? Not really. I mean, just just realize it's probably going to be more intense than you think it's going to be. So if, if you feel, 
If you think that walking around your local mall two or three times nonstop is something that would wind you, you might want to start walking more regularly now. Um, just overestimate how stressful it's going to be on your body because you're going to be stressing mentally and physically. And on your feet. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Leonard, if you're talking, I can't hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Quick, Tony, take over. Poor Leonard, we lost him. Well, I want to ask Jeff about candy because I'm kind of a candy addict and I love to have candy during the day. So I'm sure you wouldn't recommend it, but well, I don't. I don't recommend candy. Um, a, just from a health perspective, but B, because it promotes the constant cycle of you know sugar high, sugar crash, sugar high, sugar crash. Uh, because it's an Comic-Con is such an all-day event, plus the evening events, you, you want a steady stream of energy, so you want carbs that are going to release, uh, release into your blood sugar on a steady basis, and candy's terrible for that. I mean, obviously, if that's what you eat on a regular, if you're a candy candy snacker, don't feel like, oh my god, I'm, I can't eat candy, because you're going to be jonesing for it all day anyway. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it does promote the sugar crash, and that's a bad spiral. I like M&M's because it's just yeah. a little bit of candy and they don't melt. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Are Leonard's still talking in mute. Poor guy. Oh, no. <laughs> Does he know it? Leonard, you with us? <laughs> Here, I'll, just, I'll just be your voice. Hello, mate. <laughs> I'm an Englishman in the STCC. <laughs> so did everybody talk on this topic or should we move along to the I don't know where we were with, with regards to I'm just mesmerized by the peeved look on Leonard's face right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some IT support there. Uh, we can throw around a few more, a few more tips, I guess, while we're, you know, sure. while we're waiting for one. Uh, you know, one for me, probably honestly, the the biggest, you know, when we talked about the whole, mentioned the whole walking thing, um, the biggest thing for me has been, uh, and this is very small and technical, but um, <clears throat> for for those of us who wear like closed shoes, like tennis shoes or whatever. Um, bringing uh, multiple pairs of insoles. And so what typically happens, the reason why people have problems when you're walking the con by the third or fourth day is that this, your shoes uh, get, you know, get impacted and they don't, overnight, they don't have a chance to recover from the immense standing that we've all been mentioning. And so by, if you have a favorite pair of shoes, the best pair of shoes will, by the fourth day, be um, very compressed and will cause blisters and sores. And so by taking your very best pair of shoes and, and each night swapping out a new uh, insole, a high arch insole, actually does a tremendous, uh, tremendously helps um, with your soreness and, and all that stuff. And so when I switched to that, then um, uh, it was a remarkable improvement in my, in my lower back and in my feet and legs and all that. 
uh, doesn't really help with uh, you know the, the the gals who want to wear like cute sandals, um, or for Leonard who wants to wear high heels. But um, <laughs> uh, it, it is it was a it was a really big. Um, I mean, it was a super helpful thing for myself, and so I highly encourage that. I usually bring two pairs of shoes. I was gonna say that I bring a second pair of shoes. Yeah. 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 It, which accomplishes close to the same idea, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I brought one pair of Chucks last year, and my feet were destroyed by the second. Oh. Pair. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> oh, walk. Man. I couldn't walk. It was insane. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how popular Chucks are, and they're the there's no support, and they're, they're, not they're the worst. Person. Yeah. They're not I don't understand. Person. I don't understand why the Chucks won't build in more internal support. Because I feel like it would yeah. be. It would be the it's, they're the best shoes on the outside, but they're the worst on the inside. Yeah. I did the same thing my first year. Wore my chucks and I was wrecked. wrecked yeah. Too. <laughs> I felt like an old lady. I was like, "What's wrong? I can't walk." <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think. Can you know, I just apologize? This is my kit, so it's my fault. <laughs> that would be Neil. <laughs> yes, although it's got to be said, we are getting a number of tweets coming in saying, thank God he shut the hell up. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to tweet that, I'm sorry. but. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, listen, you know, I, I think it is uh, all about, um, kind of, we are getting some great practical advice at this point, and I know it does seem like with six weeks to go, we may be sort of like peaking a little bit early with the, the advice on this, but you can never prepare too early for this thing. Um, it's like Jeff said, it's unlike any convention you've ever been to in your life. It's just, it is, it's the reason why they make films about this thing. It is something else. Um, we have a, a question up on the Q&A. Uh, I just want to uh, point, I'm going to go through a couple of these actually. Uh, best energy drink is water. Um, would you agree with that, Jeff? I would, I would. I, I think that, you know, liquid calories are just they're always empty calories. They're, it's always sugar, and it always promotes that sugar high and sugar crash. So, if you can get away with it, you know, if you need your caffeine, black coffee, water's good. Um, it's not like you're going to be sitting there brewing green tea in the convention center for yourself. So, yeah, like a camel pack, I think, you know, someone had mentioned in the QA is, is a good solution if you really need a lot of water or just some bottled water. Yeah. Sure. Hello? You're still there. It's muted again. It's muted again, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Right. I, I, I got to tell you though, the uh, uh, it's tough. It's tough to get through the day without that first uh, cup of Starbucks. And man, it is like by the by the second or third day, it's like that might as well be a cup of gold. You're just searching for it because you know all the all the Starbucks or all the coffee shops are have like huge lines. And so just trying to find a, a, a great cup of coffee is, like, the best, like, start to the day, um, regardless of, I know that the, it's probably not the best thing to drink to start off in the morning, but uh, I definitely find that um, if you are willing to walk a little bit farther from the convention center, you'll get much better chances of getting a cup of coffee, because if you wait to try to find something there, there locally, the line, it's going to be an hour to get a cup of coffee. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to find somewhere that does a decent... Oh. Bear with me. Yeah, I'm still trying to find somewhere that does a decent cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> no one is going to do a decent cup of tea in America. 
I, I, I want someone to, um, if you are watching this, if you are an American, if you want to uh, type into your Google browser, type in Douglas Adams making tea. This is the guy that wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He did an article on how to do tea properly. Okay, I, I, wish, I, could, I wish I could print it out on flyers and just hand it out to people. Because then, then you'd understand why we drink it. Because it, 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 when you do it right, it's good. Um, off the, I, that actually was a two-part thing that JC said that um, Dennis Burke from the Google Plus communities did say, or he gave a, a great suggestion, a reminder in what he said about a camelback. Mm -hmm. Now, th I've never heard of this thing before. No. It's, it's a... I'm guessing what it is, it's a, a rucksack like um, you would use to put whatever you need to throughout the course of the day, but also has um, a storage pouch for water actually built into the rucksack. Yeah, yeah it's a bladder. It's a, it's a bladder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It stays, the difference is that it stays cool or hot based on whatever you put in. Because it, it's got the insulation around it, yeah. then you've got the tube that runs up, and you could just sip on it um, throughout the day. I was in I line next to some. I was in line next to someone that had one that was filled with whiskey. So, we didn't bring uh, that into the equation, but you know. No, yeah. that's th that's thinking ahead. I uh, think you can get them with like one or two liters, you know, so you can get them fairly large too. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I just think of it like well, the, the moment that someone builds a still suit from Dune, um, <laughs> then we really are. Then we're going in a whole other direction when it starts filtering sweat and other fluids to, and you just pull the tube out and no, when we start doing still suits, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> then you know, then you know that Comic Con really has turned into something mental. Um, I was just going to go through a couple of the uh, the, the the questions, but uh, bear with me a second because they they keep changing. It's understandable. Um, I, go. On. Yeah, I've got one more uh, tip just for the the comic collectors out there. I've got it's uh, these are boxes that are sold on Amazon. They open up, and you can fit in in them. You can fit your comics. Uh, I've got a couple of comics in there at, in this one. I've also got um, you do the cutouts in in your comics for for people to sign them, so you don't have to risk damaging your comics uh, when when you're getting them signed. And this box I think is like ten bucks on Amazon, and it is a lifesaver. I've got two of them. Thanks. Yes, yeah. exactly. Those things are fabulous. Um, get them now so that you've got them in time and start picking out your books to get signed because chances are the people that you want to be there, the, that you want to get signed, will be at the con. Sure. Except for Frank Miller, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe this year. You never know. No, but, uh, I don't know. The Batman Sons of Five. I talked to the Desert Wind guy, and he's like, he's got books from some from like four years ago for people that want to get want to get him signed. So. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay, a um, couple of comments that have uh, come through off the back of what we've been uh, talking about uh, today. Uh, Brian McNiff, hello there, Brian. Thank you very much indeed for joining us uh, today. Um, I just can't understand the whole exclusive things. 
uh, the exclusive thing. I can't imagine spending a significant portion of my Comic-Con time in line just to buy uh, a $150 plus toy that will never get played with. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, Brian, this is what you do. You take $300 and you buy one to play with and one to stay in the box. <laughs> and then you really struggle to get around the convention floor. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. Um, Rachel Brunel. Hello, Rachel. If I could go back to my first SDCC, I wish I had, would have made the friends I have now. I went as a loner my first year and struggled without the advice of the SDCC veterans that came before me. I think it is a case of... Um, there is such an online um, uh, resource um, out there, and uh, I think I did a post, and um, certain Tony and uh, Megan has done as well. Um, and indeed, on uh, Alyssa has got a fair few, mm -hmm. where there's people that you can call on um, to get the best advice. So there are people out there, and that's the reason why uh, we've done this today. Uh, on the forum, we've got a lot of meetups um, happening, so that if, if people are new and are going the first time by themselves, they're more than welcome to go on, jump on the forum, come to one of the meetups, and you're going to meet friendly, helpful people. And chances are that a lot of them will be doing the same things you're doing. Sure. Um, we have uh, uh, Janine uh, Lucero who's joined us. I know that she wasn't too sure if she was going to be able to watch with us today, but so hello there, Janine. Hopefully everything's okay with your son. Um, I do know that um, he's not been well, so thank you very much indeed for your time. Um, <laughs> I'm not too sure if I actually agree with her on this one, actually, though. Um, oranges would be a good choice because it won't get smashed. I can just imagine an orange getting crushed inside um, a, a backpack, and oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to endorse that one. It would smell good, but it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, Brian again has um, made a comment, and um, one or two people have noticed as well. Ralph's is at Second and Market in San Diego, and Horton Plaza now has a Jimbo's naturally which is a lot of natural and organic food and makes fresh fat uh, sandwiches and other things. So that's a, a good uh, point. Good note. Thank you very much indeed, Brian. Can uh, I add something about Ralph? Sure, go for it. To throw it out there because I've been going on this crazy like coupon thing for Comic-Con to try to get my food and everything before I go. Um, <clears throat> get a Ralph's card because their prices do differ if you do not have their card. So if you go online and sign up for their card, I believe you have to be in like a Southern California area that has one, or you can just ask a friend that lives there for their address and just get the card and bring it with you. I did that the second year, and it was it was crazy the price difference. So that will help. And it's help. a free card. Yeah, it's a free card. So just sign up for it. Make sure you have it. Bring it with you a CVS card too, because that's the other big store that's closed. Um, didn't doesn't Ralph deliver too? I thought there was a bunch of people last year who um who ordered a bunch of stuff at the beginning of the con for their ho and was delivered to their hotel room. Hmm. Am I misremembering? No, I, I seem to remember hearing that as well. Yeah. That, that you could have uh, your Ralphs delivered. And all, <laughs> all, all, all I could think about that was um Go down and get it yourself. Stop being so lazy. What, just me? I thought that was... No, I don't know about that. 
we've also had a, well, a question from um, a, a director to Jeff. Um, this is uh, from Johnny C. Um, how would you prepare for a day where you are not walking but standing around in line for Hall H? And then another day full of being seated in Hall H? Good question. It is a good question. Um, bring, a, bring a fold up chair. If you like a, a, one of those small camping chairs, I think is a great, uh, great thing to have if you're going to be braving the, the Hall H line. Um, but if you're there alone, man, one of those camel packs might be a good idea. You're going to be thirsty a lot and you're not going to want to get out of line. Um, if you're there with friends, uh, having someone bring you some snacks occasionally is always good. Um, again, really, it's just about hydration. Hall H gets kind of, I don't know, it gets kind of funky in there. It's kind of humid. It's, you're going to sweat a lot. It's a little gross. It's worth it. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to want to have a lot of water with you. Um, and I would stay away from, you know, I would stay away from uh, a lot of the, the coffee and stuff like that that's going to want to make you hit the bathroom on the regular. <laughs> and avoid that if possible. Fair enough. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much indeed for that. Um, we've also had a comment from uh, Chris Haggish who's turned around and said, put everything in Ziploc bags. Everything you, uh, uh, sorry, everything in Ziploc bags. You uh, never know when something might spill in your bag or someone might spill something on your bag. Um, or you might put a bunch of oranges in there and they may um, spill everywhere. Um, I, I get a lot of Ziploc bags, um, I think. I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it seems a bit fiddly, but no, I can understand um, where you're going with that. Uh, thank you very much for uh, that comment, uh, Chris. Um, I'm. I think we're gonna. We are gonna wrap things up. I, I, I'm gonna say uh, we are gonna say goodbye. Goodbye. Um, what's this? Uh, this is from uh, Kimberly, um, and I think it's off the back of what Jeff um, uh, pointed out, uh, stating. Excuse me. That uh, I walk with weighted vest on a treadmill on an incline for a month and a half prior to Comic Con. It actually helps. I love that. Love it. Bravo. <laughs> that's that's that's. that's that, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm reading that and getting scared. Um, frankly, uh, don't but, be scared. Um, I just have to. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to do something about this. Um, now this is off uh, a comment from Dan Berry, um, and I I don't know if it is uh, the same brand that I got last year, but um, it says uh, he says in terms of water bottles, I recommend the OKO water bottle. They have uh, filters built in, which helps with the fountain water. Um, I got the um, Brita filter bottles, which can be a little bit expensive, but it's great because you can just top up from a tap anywhere in uh, San Diego. And um, yeah, I, I, that's a good a good tip. To, yeah, I think lots of water to hydrate is certainly uh, adv advantageous. Right, I think uh, an hour and a half. It's time to kind of wrap things up. Thank you very much indeed, everyone, for uh, your comments and questions. Sorry for any technical issues that we have had throughout the course <laughs> of this particular hangout. I do apologise for that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Neil there, uh, my IT guy, he did, he did rather well to help me out and uh, dig me out of a hole halfway through. Um, let's just see what, um, I, I, if there are any comments uh, that have come in on the Q&A, 
I am going to um, write them up and uh, send them to our uh, guests in an email, and we will put those on the event page uh, if I get any responses which are worth noting, because there have been some great questions, but I do think it's time to wrap things up. Um, so, let's go down the line and say uh, thank you very much indeed to Alyssa. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Welcome. Um, how can we find you, and indeed, how can we find the forum? Friends of CCI forward slash forum, and that'll bring you right to us if you're looking for meetups, uh, information. It's a friendly atmosphere, no no flaming involved. <laughs> I, I do find it's one of the most uh, welcoming um, communities out there when it comes to uh, Comic-Con. So, yeah, absolutely, friendsofcci.com. Um, Angie, how can people find you? Well, you can tweet us at the Nerdy Girls and our blog, thenerdygirls.com. Um, Jeff, now obviously um, it's we've brushed the surface of what is on thejerd.com. Um, I'm get tell us if there's um, well, where can people contact you first of all uh, on uh, on the internet? Well, of course, you can always reach me through www.thejerd.com, uh, and then you can reach me on Twitter, at TheMightyJerd. I really would recommend you checking out the website as well. Lots of um, hints beyond what we've talked about today, uh, which has been about preparing for con, but lots of uh, long-term uh, things uh, which he has on his site as well. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, thank you very much indeed, Jeff. Megan, um, yes. I think it's um, safe to say most people know the Nerdy Girly, but where else can people find you on the net? I am thenerdygirly.com and at the Nerdy Girly on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. So just look for the Nerdy Girly. Yes. Or you can look for the Nerdy Girls. Yes. If you, if you do want to get slightly. Both are good. Yeah, both are good. <laughs> and we have Red Hot Diva. Um, what can we? Uh, where can people find you, Tina? Yeah, I think the easiest way would be facebook.com at great.diva. And then um, on Twitter, I'm on um, Sizzlim. This is S-Y-Z-Z-L-Y-N. Which I think is one of the coolest uh, <laughs> Twitter handles I, I get, Sizzlim. Yeah, and together with Leonard, we are like international people coming in. So if you are an international person coming to San Diego, I guess we could both give some tips on those traveling things. Excellent. And last but not least, I, I, I think this has been uh, the thing where we have had so many guests. We haven't had the chance to um, hear a great deal from you, Tony. It's a shame. Um, uh, what I'm going to do is um, it's something that we said at the top of the show that we were going to cover and I completely haven't gotten around to doing. Tony mm -hmm. has been doing um, a, a large support for Cosplay is Not Consent. Uh, it's a very important topic, and I personally think it's going to be one of the topics for Comic-Con attending this year. If you'll agree, Tony, um, I'd like to do a uh, hangout just between the two of us. Sure, absolutely. I really want to, um, so at least then we can kind of really cover that in depth. In fact, although, Alyssa, you said that you had one or two things that you'd like to pull up on that as well? I I do, and it, primarily what I want to say is because we're deep into con season and we got a con uh, cons coming up. It's it's all comic cons. 
it's it, not. It's not just. It's not. It, yeah. I mean, I think part of the the headline for this week certainly has been the uh, the comments that have come from uh, several websites about um, uh, the CCI official line when it comes to um, harassment policy, and or should I say the kind of toning down of the CCI official line. So that's something I want to talk about. So um, if you are watching this um, after we've gone off air. Um, when we've arranged that, I will put the link to uh, that Hangout um, down below because I do believe it is a very important subject. So uh, where can people find you, Tony? Uh, I am solely on MySpace, so uh, check me out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back, people. It's coming back. Don't laugh. It's coming back. You, you locked me down, but it's coming back. You did that when I had a mouthful of water, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, yeah, crazyforcomicon.com and, of course, on, um, on Twitter as well. Thank you very much indeed, everybody. Um, thanks, everyone, again, to everyone who's taken part in the Q&A, and um, we've had a fair number of people, uh, SDCC virgins, uh, joining us on Twitter as well. Thank you very much indeed for your time. Like I say, all the bits and pieces that we've talked about and also the things perhaps we've missed uh, in the Q&As, I am going to try and uh, type them all out. I'll get them out to our guests so we can kind of catch that up and put that down in the comments of the event page below and also on the YouTube comments as well. Thank you very much indeed. Like I say, we are preparing full tilt for Comic-Con 2014, and hopefully, if you are a first-timer, this Hangout has helped. Take care. Um, we are back again next week, and we'd like to have you join us. We've um, had some great um, viewing numbers over the last uh, couple of weeks, and they're getting steadily bigger. Do share and tell everyone about joining us next Sunday for another cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Take care, everybody. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.